The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Kedushin daf Ayin Gimel, and we are about 10 lines from the bottom of daf Ayin Beis, Amit Beis, moving along in Perik Asara Yochsin, more sugyas about Yichos. Tanu Rabbanon, Mamzeri, Vinesini, Tahirin, Asad, Lavi, Divir Rabbi Even though, Bisman Azeh, a mamzer's oser lovey bekal Hashem. That's a pasuk in the Torah. A nosin is also oser lovey bekal Hashem. Achloikis Rashi Tosfos Rambam. Whether it's an isadei raisa or it's only because of a gezera of David Melech. But either way, mamzerim and nesinin are both oser lovey bekal Hashem. Stating that Rabbi Yosi said to hoyrin loser lovey. The loser lovey when Mashiach is going to come, all the mamzerim and all the nesinim are once again going to be allowed to enter. The Kalashem. Most Rishonim said that what Rabbi Yossi was referring to was the Gemara that was discussed in some length on the Fayin Aleph Amid Aleph, where the Gemara quoted a Pasik, a Pasik in Malachi, where the Pasik says, V'yoshav mitzorev u'metahir kesef, v'tir as b'nei levi, and as Chazal said, kesef mitahir mamzerim. What does it mean? Because there's an idea that any person that's a Suffolk mamzer, that married into a regular mishpacha miyucheses kivan shenitma nitma based on the idea that la'asalavai hakadosh baruch is going to be mitayr the mamzer meaning when we say that the mamzer matahir la'asalavai we don't mean a vaday mamzer someone that we know for sure is a vaday mamzer we can pluck him out and remove him from the kal Hashem. that person will be removed from the kal Hashem. What we're referring to is the Kesef Metair Mamzerim, someone that's a Suffolk Mamzer, that's intermingled with generations of Yichos, Kivan Shinitma, Nitma, and that is what Rabbi Yaisi was stating. He says, ain't Tahirim. No, Mamzerim and Nesirim will not be Tahir Laws of Lavi. Rabbi Yaisi, so Rabbi Yaisi told Rameir, isn't it a Pasik? Isn't it Mashma? What kind of Tahir is the Pasik referring to? We're going to be Metair the Mamzerim. Amalei Rameir, no. It's very clear from the end of the Pasik what the Tahir is. It's not talking about Tahir of Mamzerim. Amalei Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi said, it's true, but although the Pasik Clearly defines what the tahir is. It's mikol to meisechem, you mikol gulot lechem. But right afterwards, the pasuk includes and says the words atayr eschem. It's coming to be marpa, an additional tahir that's not mentioned explicitly in the pasuk. Hevi yomer, what's that tahir? Afman amamzeir. Says the gemara. Bishlam the rameir. Bishlam according to rameir that says that even lost lavoi, they'll be mamzerim hainu dechsev. So it makes sense. The pasuk in zechariah that describes the end of days. It says, V'yoshev mamzer be'ashdod, v'ichrat, you're going to push them, that the mamzer is going to be living in Ashdod. Why is he living in Ashdod? Why can't he live in Yerushalayim? Why can't he be in Bnei Brak? Why can't he be together with his brethren? The Territ says, because he's a mamzer, he's going to be removed. So even though we're discussing loss of love, still there's going to be a mamzer. Elder Rabbi Yossi, but according to Rabbi Yossi, that says, Asidin mamzerin litoher lo'asad lavoi, mai v'yoshev mamzer be'ashdod. Why is he going to be forced to live Isolated, says the Gemara. You know what that pasuk means. It's not referring to a real mamzer, but rather like Rabbi Yosef explained, and he was mitargim. He said, "You know what the pasuk really means." Yasfon beis Yisrael leruchtzon be'aroin. The Yidden are going to be living peacefully in a city that once upon a time they had to look both ways before they crossed the street. Ashdod was a place where the Plishtim lived. It was a place that was considered very dangerous for the Yid. So once upon a time it was like the Mamzer. You were cast away. You couldn't live there. It was a city that was cast away from Claudius Yisrael. In the end of days there's going to be peace, there's going to be harmony. 
the wolf is going to live with the lamb. Yidin are going to live in Ashdod. Something that once upon a time they weren't able to do. Amr Yidam Ashmul. So we have an important machlokes. Rab Meir and Rab Yosi, whether Asidin Mamzerim Litoyel Asad Lavai or not. So what's the halacha? Halacha to Rabbi Yosi that the Mamzerim will become Torah Lassel Lavi. Am Rabbi Yosi, beloved, Am Rabbi Yudah Mashmul. Halacha to Rabbi Yosi, we're not for the fact that Rabbi Yudah said in the name of Shmuel that the halachas of Rabbi Yosi have the Osi Elio Mapik Minon Savoni Savoni Kodlarin. That when Elio Novi is going to come and he is going to ultimately preempt the Geula Asida, he would have a very important job to do. He would have to start going into every family and extracting every person that maybe is a mamzer that's of questionable yichos. So because of Rabbi Yossi's chiddush, we were able to avoid Elio Anavi literally having to take chaburois and chaburois of Yidin outside of Klai So it's interesting that the Gemara right here describes Elio Anavi as the one that would be in charge of removing people of questionable yichos from Klai So This is the second time we had it here in the sugis of Perak Asar Yuchsin. The Gemara said earlier, in the earlier sugis, on the Ayin Amir Aleph, Omar Rabba Bar Rav Ado, Omar Omar Rav someone who marries a woman that's inappropriate for him, Elio Koifsoi, Elio Anavi ties him down, Vakadosh Baruch Hu Roitsoi, and Hashem punishes him. Vitana, Alkulam Elio Koisev, Elio Anavi writes, Vakadosh Baruch Hu Choisem, and Hashem signs, so it seems Elio Anavi is playing a key, integral role in Yone Yichos. You have it here in Kedushan Da'ayin Aleph, and you have it here again in Kedushan Da'ayin Beis Amadveis. I saw the Ben Yoyada, he suggests different Pshatim. Either way, it could be this would add a little bit of a, a deeper understanding in the story of Pinchas and Zimri, when Pinchas killed Zimri because he was Boyal or Kutis. In the past, we've spoken different Pshatim, why Pinchas may have been the Kanoi, not Mishra Benu, and nobody else. Pinchas, we know, is Elio. Elio apparently is some sort of a Baldovar. He's some sort of a Balabas when it comes to Inyon Yichos. Thus, you had a Yid who's being Boyal and Aramis, which is certainly going to create a person who's a non-Jew. It's Staring the Yichos of Klai Yisrael, it would make sense maybe why he would be the Baldovar. So some added understanding in the story of Zimri, more Negea, Parshas Pinchas. But before we go right there, I just wanted to speak out one more Ha'ara related to yesterday's Daf. So on the bottom of Daf, Ayin Bezam and Aleph, the Gemara discussed things that happened as Rebbe was dying. As mentioned, the Iker Sugya of Pshas Ptiras Yisrael Rebbe, our Gemara is in Perak Hanoise, Kedushin Ksubis Kuf Gimel, Ksubis Kuf Dalet, and the Gemara has been an ominous, a blot of so Gemara that discusses what happened when Rebbe was dying. But here we had a little bit of a, an addendum to that, some additional Gemara, a little Agadita, some interesting Gemara regarding Shas Pti Shal Rebbe. One of the things the Gemara said was, is that when Rebbe died, he said, Hayoyim, today, there was a certain city where the river overflowed. It was Shabbos. The people of the city went out. They wanted a catch and save the fish from this river that was overflowing. They were over the Malacha of Tzad. Rab Achib Rab Yoshia put them in Cherem and the entire city went off the derech. So yesterday we mentioned the Ramah, Simon Shin Lamadal Yeridea, who says that a Rav who's 
obligated, midin Torah, to put somebody in cherem, should put the person in cherem, and he shouldn't take into consideration that maybe it's going to backfire, maybe this person that's being put into cherem is going to go off the derech, he's going to be so disturbed at what the Chacham did to him. And how does he know that? He knows that from this Gemara, because otherwise, why would Rebbe have told us this? Who cares that this city went off the derech? We mentioned that the Taz argues, the Tshuva Dechsam Soifer, that was some of the raid that we spoke of yesterday. But there's an interesting Rashi here. Rashi says, This was an Avua that Rebbe said. I mean, had Rebbe know what happened? There was no communication. Nobody told it to him. But, Nizrika Nevua Bepume. He had this Nevua and he knew Alpi Nevua that this was what took place. I was thinking perhaps the Shteltzu, a Kasef Mishnah that we spoke about once. The Kasef Mishnah is in Hilchas Tumas Saras. The context over there is a very abstract halacha in Hilchas Saras, where the halacha is if somebody has a Seyer Lovon and a Baheres, whether or not the person is going to be Tomer or Tomer depends on whether the Seyer Lovon came before the Baheres or the Baheres came before the Seyer Lovon. What if it's a Suffolk? Suffolk Seyer Lovon Kodim, Suffolk Abaheres Kodma. So the Rambam in the last halacha of the second parak of Hilchas Tumas Sarah says, Hareza Tomei. This person is going to be Tomei. Freyt the Kasa Mishnah. This Rambam is Kenegan of Furusha Gemara. It's a Gemara in Parak The Gemara over there is an incredible Gemara. We once went through the entire Gemara together in the Daf. The Gemara over there describes the events that surrounded the Patira of the great Amoira Rabbah, Rabbah Bar Nachmeni. The Gemara says that the Babylonians wanted to kill Rabbah. Rabbah was on the run, eventually he had a hide somewhere in a desert. Nobody knew where Rabbah was. The Malachamavis was trying to kill him. The Gemara tells a long story. Ultimately, the way Rabbah died was that in Shemayim, in Bezin Shemayim, they were discussing this halacha. If a Seir Lovim comes before, if it's a Suffolk, if the Seir Lovim came before the Beheres, or the Beheres came before the Seir Lovim, is the person Tomei or is the person Tahar? So nobody knew the halacha. So they said, how are we going to pask in this? So someone said, I heard that Rabbah, the murder Rabbah, claims to be the biggest Bucky in these halachas. No, if he's such a Bucky, he's all a kumen, and let him come and tell us pshat. Long story short, Rabbah overhears this discussion. Rabbah says the halach is tahar v'yasen neshmasa b'tahayra. And as he said the word tahar, Rabbah died v'yasen neshmasa b'tahayra. I'll go upon afraid to cast a mission. Rabbah said tahar. So if Rabbah said tahar, so how could the Rambam say, ha-reza tomei? It's Kenegad of Furushigamar, it's Kenegad of Sakaloch of Rabbah. Says the Kasev Mishnah, a Dover Nifla Adamoid, Yesh Loimar, the Kibin of Shastitias and Shamahuda Amar Hachi, being that Rabbah said this as he was dying, Havi Bechla Loi Bashamayimi. It's included in Torah, that's Minashamayim, and Torah is Loi Bashamayimi. You can't be Machriya Torah based on a Baskal, based on some inside information that you have about what's going on in Shamayim, and as a result, you can't pass it based on that. So the Rambam couldn't pass it based on this Gemara in a Serchah Sapayim, in this Gemara with Rabbi Nachmeni. He had no choice but to be Machriya based on Gidrib Sakalacha, and based on Gidrib Sakalacha, the Rambam held that Allah is going to be Tameh, that Allah is not going to be Tar. Al Kapan, we see in this case of Mishnah, Dover Niflon, that as a tzaddik is dying, his Torah is considered Torah and Hashemayim. He somehow tapped in. He has some sort of access to what's going up. It could be that's a little bit of a beer in Rebbe. As Rebbe is dying, Nizraka Navua Bepume, he was Zaycha to some access to something that really 
he shouldn't have shaykhs to now. But being that he's going there, it's Bishas Yitzhiyas Neshama Memele, it's something that he has shaykhs to. But I'll just tell you one interesting ha'ar. That is, is the Gemara, Mesech this Temura, Daftezayin Amen Aleph. The Gemara says as follows, Omrev Yehuda Merab, Bishashin, if the Moshe Rabbeinu will gan Eden, as Moshe Rabbeinu was dying, Omrev Yeshua. So he goes to his trusted Talmud Yeshua, and he tells him, Sha'aumi meni kol sveka sheyeshlucha, ask me any question you have, and I'll be machriyad asaf. So Yeshua told him, Omrev Rebbe, klumi nachta sha'achas valakti why would you think I would even have a suffix? I always sat with you. I was always by the shir. I was always learning. Didn't you yourself write in the Torah? Yeshua, fascinating Gemara. It bothered me. How does it stand with this Kasef Mishnah? Kasef Mishnah says that as a tzaddik is dying, his Torah is considered you can't learn from his Torah. Just like Rabbi Bar Nachmeni, as he was dying, he said the word Tahar, can't paskin Tahar. The Rabbi paskins Tameh. I, Rabbi said Tahar, loy Bashamayimi. So, how did Moshe Rabbeinu tell Yeshua as he was dying, ask me any question you want, any Suffolk, and I'll be Machriya the Suffolk? Lachur, at that point, the Torah is going to be Tahar, loy Bashamayim. But I think the Torah is Poshid, and it's based on a Marsha, on this very same Amid. Not on the same Gemara, but on the same Amid, right here, Tmura, Dav Tezayin Amen Aleph. A the Masha is explaining what it means that Torah is Lev HaShemayim. I'll just read to you two lines in the Masha. The Mishameis Masha, from the time that Moshe Rabbeinu was Nifter, at, this, at that point, you can't go to Shemayim to Machir Sveikis. Because Torah is Torah Masha. And our access to the Torah has to be through the intermediary of Moshe Rabbeinu. And we cannot try to bypass Moshe to try to get Torah. That's not something we can do. So what happens if we don't know? We follow the rules of Torah Moshe. And what are the rules of Torah Moshe? The rules are, there's a whole shukhanorach of how you machriya suffix. The point is, our access to the Torah has to be through Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu was tapped in to Shemaim. He went up to Shemaim. He was Makabo, the Torah. He gave it to Klai Yisrael. If you have a way now to bypass, circumvent Moshe, you go straight to the source, and you're going to get Torah, and you're going to bring it down. That's not Torah. I. what do you mean? I'm getting it from the same place that Moshe Rabbeinu got it. That's true. But Torah must come in Darach Moshe. It's Torah's Moshe, says the Masha. It has to come through Moshe. That's why the Masha says, Torah Leba Shemaimis was Mishamais Moshe. It was only after Moshe died. As long as Moshe was alive, right? So the people that were Tommy Lenefesh, they couldn't bring the carbon Pesach, so they come to Moshe. What did Moshe do? He turns to Shemaim, Imdu Eshma, and he asks Hashem, it's The terrorist says, but it was Moshe. The whole Torah was through Shemaim. Al Yidei Moshe. That's the whole point. That is our Amunah. We believe that Moshe Rabbeinu received the Torah from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Avadit the Torah But if you're going to go Lashamayim, circumvent Moshe to bring the Torah down, that's Torah Leva Shamayim. So Rabbi Barnachmeni, he can't paskin Torah Bashamayim. Moshe Rabbeinu's Torah, Bishas Yitzhiyas Neshama, even though in theory it would be Torah, that's Bashamayim, and Memelo, we shouldn't be able to Mechriya based 
based on that, because way back Shemayimi, that it's, it would be somebody else. But to the extent that it's Moshe Rabbeinu, certainly there'd be no issue of loy Shemayimi. Either way, on that note, more sugyas about mamzer, more sugyas about yichas tonu rabbanon. Ger noisa mamzeres. A ger is allowed to marry a mamzeres. Divrei Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says ger loy yisam mamzeres. A ger is not allowed to marry mamzeres. We spoke about this a little bit last week. This is really a shas machlokes between Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Yehuda. Whether when it says in the Torah. Is a ger included in that, or is a ger not included in that? What's the shiloh? Kahal Hashem. A ger is a Yisrael, but is he considered kahal Hashem, or is he not considered a kahal Hashem? According to Rabbi Yossi, ger noisim mamzeres. A ger is allowed to intermarry with mamzeres. Yehuda says, ger lo yisim mamzeres. Echad ger not alocha. Echad ever shukher v'cholam utarim b'koyenes. A koyin is not allowed to marry a giyores. A koyin is not allowed to marry an evad m'shukher, and a koyin is not allowed to marry a cholam. Why not? Because they're all, the ger and Evan Meshuchar al Kaponim are Becheska Zoyna, and a coin's not allowed to marry a Zoyna. That's the male Koyen marrying the female Giyoyres or Meshuchreres. But in the reverse, a male ger or Evan Meshuchar or Cholo is allowed to marry a Koyen. Says the Gemara, my time is Rabbi Yosi, going back to the first Machlaikis. Whether ger is allowed to marry Mamzeres or ger is not allowed to marry Mamzeres, Rabbi Yosi says he can, Rabbi Yudha says he cannot. What's the beer in the Machlaikis? Says the Gemara, Chamisha Koholi Ksivi. Because it says the word Kohol in the Torah five times. What are the five times? And finally, So there's five times in the Torah where it says Kahal Hashem. What are the five times? Why do you have to say it five times? Once. Kayanim, meaning had it only said Kal Hashem one time, you would think, who's the Kal Hashem? The Kayanim. If you're not a Koyin, you're not Kal Hashem. It said it a second time, now I know Levit. V'chad Yisrael, a third time, I know that Yisrael. V'chad Levishim Mamzi B'Shtuki, we'll see more about this later. The fourth Kahal teaches me a halacha, that a Mamzer is a letter marry someone that's a Suffolk Mamzer. The drosha is kahal vaday for loy kahal suffix. So lo yovay Mamzer B'Kal Hashem, a Mamzer is not a letter marry someone that's a vaday Yisrael. But if is is a suffic, he's still considered Kal Hashem, meaning a mamza is allowed to marry a shtuki. mishri shtuki be Yisrael. Additionally, a shtuki is allowed to marry Yisrael. A Yisrael is allowed to marry a suffic mamza as well. Meaning a suffic mamza has both kulas. A mamza is allowed to marry a suffic mamza, and a Yisrael is allowed to marry a suffic mamza as well. So from the five. Times that it says kahal, I know these five things. I know number one that it's lavdafka koy and lavdafka levi and includes even the yisrael. And I also know that a mamzer is allowed to marry a shtuki. Again, a shtuki is a suffix mamzer. And I know that a yisrael is allowed to marry a suffix mamzer as well. As a result, I don't have an extra word kahal to include the ger. Thus, kal gerim Meaning, Rabbi Yossi understood that if a ger would be included in the Kal Hashem, you would need a reboy. Somewhere in the Torah I would have to say it. I wouldn't assume it misvar. And being that I only have five kahals, and I need each one of the fives to teach me something, I don't have a word kahal to teach me that a ger is included in Kal Hashem. So, just by process of elimination, the Allah is going to be that a ger is not included in Kal Hashem. Says the Gemara of Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda argues, Rabbi Yehuda says that a ger is included in Kal Hashem. He acknowledges that you would need an extra word to include a ger in Kal Hashem. But he says, I have the extra word. Kehanim, the Leviim, Mechat, Kahal, Nafki. I don't need two Kahals to teach me Koyin and Levi. Meaning, had it said Kahal once, I wouldn't think Koyin and not Levi. I would think Koyin and Levi. So, one is Koyin and Levi. Two is Yisrael. The third is to tell me that a Mamza is allowed to marry a 
Shtuki or Safik Mamzer. The fourth is to tell me that Yisrael is allowed to marry a Shtuki or Safik Mamzer. I have one left over. I have to be able to call Gayim. The fifth one's going to teach me Gayim. Alternatively, another Pshat and why Rabbi Yehuda felt that he had the extra word Kahol. Which one of Rabbi Yehuda's five does he not need? Trek Kaholi. Ninu, mamzer b'shtuki, v'shtuki b'yisrael michad kal nafka. Not, I could learn koyin and levi from one kahal, but I can learn both halachas of shtuki from one kahal. What are the two halachas of shtuki? A mamzer can marry a shtuki, and Yisrael can marry a shtuki. I don't need two psukim to teach me that. From one pasik, I would know that. How so? Layovi mamzer b'kal Hashem, mamzer vada hud layovi, ha mamzer sofik. You know, I know that a sofik mamzer is a lot of Enter Kalash. I mean, the Yisrael is allowed to marry a Stuffic Mamzer. Yisrael is allowed to marry a Shtuki. I know it not from the word Kal. I know it from the word Mamzer. Lo Yovay Mamzer, Mamzer Vaday, Ha Mamzer Stuffic Yovay Bekalashem. And the word Kahol teaches me, Bekahol Vaday, Hud Lo Yovay Ha Bekal Stuffic. And I have a Vaday Mamzer. But it's a Stuffic Kahol marrying a Shtuki. That's something that's also going to be okay. Either way, I don't need two Kahols to teach me. The two halachas of shtuki, all I need is one. I have an extra kahal to teach me that a ger is considered kalashem. A third reason why Rabbi Yehuda didn't agree with Rabbi Yehuda's five limudim and he has an extra call to teach me that a ger is included in kalashem. Those two, he agrees with Rabbi Yoisi, what then is the extra one? It says, It's another word I call a sixth word call mentioned somewhere else in the Torah, and it's from there that I know. Ulu Rabbi Yoisi, why doesn't he dash it from that sixth time that it says, It says, It says, and it says, in the same passage, but the word is mentioned in between, thus, you cannot make this drasha. So we have an important machoikis again between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda, whether a ger is considered kahal Hashem or is not considered a kahal Hashem. Lamai nafkimina, there's many nafkiminas. The nafkiminas that we're discussing here are the halachas of mamzer. Loyovay mamzer bekal Hashem. It doesn't say a mamzer is not allowed to marry Yisrael or a Yisraelis. It says loyovay mamzer bekal Hashem. The criteria is not are you a Jew or not. Just because you're star from a minion doesn't necessarily mean you're included in the Isser mamzeris. The Torah says that you have to have a unique status of Kal Hashem and the Machlikis between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda was whether a Ger is included in that unique status or is not included in unique status. They both agreed that if a Ger would be included in Kal Hashem, you would need a Reboy. The Torah would have to tell it to me, Mefurish. Would Adam Mefurish a Reboy? I wouldn't know it. The Shailiz had a Darsh in all these different times that it says, Kal, do I have a Reboy or not? That's the Machlikis, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda. The second halacha that was mentioned in that b'risa that nobody argued with was Echad even though a koyin is not let to marry a giyoris, a shifcha, that's mishukhreres, or a chalala, in the reverse, a koyhenes, it would be allowed to marry the ger, the evad meshukhar, and the chalos. It says the Gemara Messiah, the Rav, the Amr, the Rav, the Ksherois, the female Ksherois, the Kohenois, are allowed to marry psulim. It's just a the kosher can't marry psulois, but in the reverse, it's okay. Darish Rabzeir b'mechuzah. Ger muter b'mamzeres. Rabzeir was once giving a shear in mechuzah. Who was the Rava mechuzah? Rava. So Rabzeir was on Rava's turf. He was giving a shear, and he said the following halacha. A ger is allowed to marry a mamzeres. 
based on the halacha of Rabbi Yossi, Ger Noisim Amzeres, because the Ger is not included in Kal Hashem. So the Gemara says, Rogmu Kulu Almi Besrogayo. So it must have been Sukkis, and everybody was holding their Esrogim. And apparently, this halacha that Rabbi said was not very popular, and they decided to cha- storm the mound. And they took their Esrogim and they all threw it at Rabzeir. Rashi says, because there were a lot of Gerim that were living in Mechuzah. So by you suggesting that a Ger can marry a Mamzeres, you're suggesting that we're not included in Kal Hashem. They weren't happy. Oh, my Rava. So Rava told Reb Zayr, and this is a good Musar. You should have realized this wasn't a very popular halach. It wouldn't go over very well. And although it's important for you to say it, you should have been a little more sensitive to how you say it. So Reb Zayr said, what was I supposed to do? So Rava said, watch. Rav himself got up and he said as follows. Ger is allowed to marry a kehenes. That's just based on the second halacha that we mentioned. That even though a koyin can marry a giyoris, but a ger can marry a koyhenes. So the gerim all heard this. They were so excited. Because it means that we're a meyuchis. We're even allowed to marry a koyhenes. Afterwards, he said the second drasha. He said, ger muter bimamzeres. Amrulei said, they told him, Rabbi, we were doing well. We were making progress. Why are we going backwards? He just said that we're allowed to marry a koyhenes. We're a meyuchis. And now you're telling me that I'm allowed to marry a mamzer that somehow... I'm not Bikal Hashem. He told him to Avdi I gave you the best of both worlds. Because he bought If I would have said you only have to marry Mamzeres, okay, then it doesn't sound good. But first he said you can marry Kayanis. And you can also marry Mamzeres. I mean, you have more options for you to do a Shidduch. Al Koponim, they took it and they were Makabal. The point is, is that sometimes the presentation, the way it's packaged, the way it's marketed, is very important. You don't always have to hit the person between the eyes. Sometimes you could be sensitive to the way you deliver the message because it will just make it go over a little bit better. So what's the bottom line with these halachas? Ger muter b'kayhenes u'muter b'mamzeres muter b'kayhenes based on this halacha. Nobody seemed to argue with that. U'muter b'mamzeres although it was a machlekes Rabbi Yisrael and Rabbi Yehuda the reason it's corrupt because we paskin like Rabbi Yossi. So before we go weiter we just mentioned very quickly, everything we do is quickly. The next Gemara is going to go into it in a little bit more detail, and that is this idea when it says in the Torah, we darshin mamzer vaday hudalayavai, ha mamzer suffik yavai. If someone's a suffik mamzer, he's allowed to enter the Kalashem. And if you think about it, at first glance, it's a very big chiddish. Because if you're a suffik mamzer, you're a suffik isadei raisa. What's the difference between a suffik mamzer and a suffik chalev? You're not allowed to eat suffik chalev, suffik de raisa So you have a shayla of an isadei raisa, an Isidei Raisa that has Yichus consequences and Mitzafik, you go Lakula, Mamzer Vadai, Veloi, Mamzer Safik. So at first glance, this would seem to be a very big Kiddush. Mamzer Vadai, Veloi, Mamzer Safik. The Rishonim all ask from this Gemara on the Shita Sarambam. The Rambam Shita Kiyudua is that Sveika the Iraisa Luchumra is only Midrabanan. Meaning, Midday Raisa, anytime you have a Suffolk Day Raisa, really you would go Lukula. It's only Midrabanan that you're obligated to go Luchumra. It's Fregan, the Rishainim, according to the Rambam, that every Suffolk Day Raisa, Midday Raisa, you go Lukula. Why do I need a Pasik of Mamzer Vadai, Floyd Mamzer Suffolk, to tell me that a Suffolk Mamzer is Mutalavi Bekal Hashem? A Suffolk Mamzer is a regular Suffolk Day Raisa, and Suffolk Day Raisa, Midday Raisa, yeah, anyways, go Lukula. So we said at first glance, the Allah of Suffolk Mamzer is a very big kid. Yeah, that's if you hold Sveik Day Raisa, 
Chumra, which is the opinion of most Rishayim. But according to the Ramam Shita, that every Safik they rise, really mid they rise, you go to Kula. So then there is no Chiddush in the Allah of Safik Mamzer. Because Safik Mamzer is a regular Safik they rise. Azoi Fregin the Rishayim. The Chef Shmaitza and Shmaitza Aleph, Aleph, it is literally the opening comments of Sefer Chef Shmaitza. He discusses this Ramam and the Rishayim's Kasha from this Sugi right here, brings a terrace from the Pnei Yeshua, right here, Kedusha 9 Gimel Amad Aleph, with a lot of beautiful rate. That's not for us. But just one interesting ha'ara, the Rajba on this Gemara right here brings, that he saw that the Rambam and the Tshuva discussed his opinion. His opinion that is only and he was asked, Rambam, how do you know this? The very big Kiddush. So he said, you know what my Makar is? This halacha right here. Mamzer Vadevile, Mamzer Sofik is good for the Makar to the Rambam. Everybody asks it as a cash on the Rambam. How could the Rambam, Paskin, if so, why do I need this halacha? Mamzer Vadevile, Mamzer Sofik. Terence says, this was the Rambam's Makar. The Rambam had a Mufurish Gemara, a halacha of Mamzer The Rambam didn't see any reason to assume that it's a Special halacha on Hilchas Mamzer. He assumed if it's true regarding Mamzer, it'd be true regarding every Suffolk they rise. So it's in Rajba right here in our Gemara. He says the Rambam and the Tshuva said that this Gufa is his Mikar. So this is potential for some really nice Yeshiva Sharet. So Stuki, So we had at the end of the mission of the last two classes of that Sara Yuchsen that were all of We had the infamous Stuki. And the even more infamous Asufi. So who's a Shtuki and who's an Asufi? A Shtuki is someone who doesn't know who his father is. So he knows who his mother is, but he doesn't know who his father is. As a result, it could be he's someone that's also loved by Kalashem. Maybe his father was a Mamzer. If his father was a Mamzer, he would be a Mamzer. Maybe his father was an Erva to his mother. As a result, right there, he's going to be a Mamzer. Now, if his mother, just to be clear, was married when he was born, then he wouldn't be a shtuki. Because Roy Bilas Acharabal. And based on Roy, you would assume that his father is his mother's husband. As a result, there's no issue of Mamzer. The whole Shaila is where his mother was not married. So there's no Roy Bilas Acharabal because there's no husband. The question is, who was she nivela to when she conceived him? Was it someone that would render him a mamzer? Or was it not someone that would render him a mamzer? We don't know. Thus, you have the shtuki who goes down as the suffic mamzer. Again, why a suffic? If his father was either a mamzer or a relative of his mother through which he would become a mamzer, that he's a mamzer. If his father was someone else, just a random person, or even a chayvei laven, chayvei essen, someone that wouldn't make him into a mamzer, he's not a mamzer. A shtuki is a suffic mamzer. And a sufi is someone who doesn't know who his father or his mother is. He has no clue. Not father, not mother. This was an abandoned child. They found the child in a garbage dump. They have no idea where in the world the child came from. And that kid would be a, a Sufi. Again, what's the Shiloh? We don't know who the kid is. Maybe the kid is a non-Jew. Maybe the kid is a mamzer. See, you're going to have a lot of yichus issues, both with the shtuki, both with the asufi. The ikr sugya of shtuki vasufi is right here. Kedush and I and Gimel Amar Aleph. Obviously, this is an important sugya that has ramifications and hochesfekes and chazoke and roiv. But we'll do what we do. Says the Gemara. Elohim shtuki kol shemakiras imoy ve'ene makiras of. Oh my rover, rover said. Dvar Torah midday raiser shtuki kosher. On the day raiser level, a shtuki would be okay. My timer. So the Gemara says, I'll tell. Tell you why? Back of the envelope arithmetic. Most men that potentially were boil his mother when he was conceived would be Ksherim. Because again, how would he be a mamzer? His father would have had to been either a mamzer or a relative of his mother. It's a meal to the population. 
based on the Gedarim of Roiv, he should be a kosher. So that, based on that, it's basic Hilchas Roiv. So what are the halachas of Roiv? So the halachas of Roiv are not as simple as you may think at first glance. You can't say that being the most men in the world, Akshayrim, and he came from one of those men, as a result, go Basar Roiv and assume that he's kosher. Because there's a very important halacha that you have to know before you make a Roiv calculation. And that is, is this a case of parish? So that you could say, call the parish, move parish. Or perhaps it's kavua, and call kavua, what's the classic case of parish and roiv? You had 10 stores. Nine of them sell kosher meat, and one of them sold non-kosher meat. And there's this big area, common area, that's within where these stores are. And you found a piece of meat. So the halach is, you assume that it came from the nine, not from the one, called the parish, Maruba parish. If, however, you bought a piece of meat from one of these stores, the Suffolk was noilat in the chanos. And now you don't remember which store you bought it from. You don't say called the parish, Maruba parish, but rather these say called kavur, kemechzam, The equivalent thereof in this case would be, if the man went to the woman to be boil the woman, he was parished from the rave of men, it would be called the parish Maruba Parish. If the woman, however, went to the man, so she now went into the proverbial chanus, so there already it wouldn't be called the parish Maruba Parish, it would be called Kavokamachsadami. But the Gemara says either way the child should be kosher. Why? Because if he went to her, then it's called the parish Maruba Parish. My Amr, what would you be your concern? Maybe she went to him and Havali Kavua, the that's not either an issue because we just learned the halacha. What's the halacha? What we need is the first part of this. This is halacha of mamzer vaday v'loy mamzer suffik. Either it's roiv or it's a suffik. Either way, suffik mamzer is always the kula. So shtuki is a classic example of a suffik mamzer. So midday raisa he should be okay. It's only midday rabbanon. Why didn't the Rabbanon say that Rishtuki's puzzle? It was a Gzeir, the Rabbanon, because they were concerned that being that he doesn't know who his father is, maybe his bride-to-be is going to be his sister. He doesn't know. He doesn't know who his father is. So maybe his shver is also his father. As a result, it's all a Gzeir, the Rabbanon. But the Gemara asks, The halacha is that even though the Rabbanon were guys on a Shtuki, but it was only that a shtuki should have married someone who knows who his parents are. But a shtuki could marry a shtukis. So let's say he doesn't know who his father is, and she doesn't know who her father is. They're allowed to marry. Being that they're both pogum, they're allowed to marry each other. What's the Gemara's kasha? If you're going to tell me that there's a chashash, that maybe you're marrying your sister. So what's the difference if you're marrying someone who knows who her father is, or you're marrying someone who doesn't know who her father is? Maybe you're going to marry your sister. So the Gemara says, We could only be chosh at this man of doing one maizuznos, of fathering one child out of wedlock. But two? That already we're not going to be chayish. And being that over here, in order for them to be sisters, this man would have had to have two children, a boy and a girl. Punk, these children found each other. Rashi says you can't attribute every maizah's nus that happens in the city to this one person. As a result, we can't as one's nus will be chayish him for two, we're not going to be chayish But the Gemara asks, Akasha, bashtukis la'isa. The Allah is just like a shtukis, allowed to marry a shtukis, because it's a tzad pogum. He's also allowed to marry the daughter of a shtukis. Because again, there's a sad pogum. What's the kasha? You shouldn't be able to marry the daughter of the shtukis either. Because Shema Yisa Maybe the bas shtukis, again, is 
he doesn't know who his father is. Every girl in the world might be his sister. So here you have a case where you're allowed to marry her because it's a tzad pagum. Her father didn't do anything wrong because she's the daughter of a shtukis. It's her mother that doesn't know her her father is. There's a chash that maybe she's your sister. It's mutter because it's a tzad pagum, and you're not saying that this man had to be boiled twice. Ella, what's the reason then that we assume that a shtuki is allowed to marry a bas shtukis? Because it's not shchiach to assume that really he's marrying his sister. So meaning it's never shchiach that we should assume that maybe you're marrying your sister. Why then is a shtuki possible with Rabban? This got a little confusing. Midday Raisa, Dvar Torah says the Gemara, a shtuki should be mutalavi b'kal Hashem. And the reason is because Maman of Shach. If he went to her, called the parish, Merubah parish. And even if she went to him, why then? You'll tell me it's exactly the Rabbana. Maybe you're marrying your sister. It's not true. Because if that was the case, then a shtukis shouldn't be able to marry a shtukis. Certainly shouldn't be able to marry a bas shtukis. So why then is she also mid Ella says the Gemara, Mala It's a special chumrah in Hilchas Yichos. Yichos was so important that we made a chumrah, even though Midrash it shouldn't be an issue. Mid we're making it into an issue. Oh, my Rava. Rava said the same exact thing regarding the Asufi. Again, the shtukis. Just doesn't know who his father is. Dasuvi doesn't know who his father or his mother is. Barclay Ramide Raisa Asufi Kasha. My time of why is Asufi Kasha Mide Raisa? Ashes ish Babila Toila. Because in Ashes ish, we could always assume when she is Nivala, who she Nivala to her husband. So that if we find a child on the street, you could assume that it was probably a husband and a wife that had this child. There's no reason to assume that this child is a mamzer. My Iko, what are you worried about? Maybe this was a, a unique situation. Maybe this was a woman that was married, was married. However, her husband wasn't around. And then she became pregnant with a child. So she hid until she gave birth. And then when she gave birth, she threw away the baby. The reason she threw away the baby was because she was concerned that people are going to realize that obviously this came through a Maisa's Nos. That case would be a very case because usually the husband is around. We would have been a gay that in HSS was Mazana and her husband's not around. Either she's in Arusa, she's not living with her husband, or maybe her husband went to Medina Sayyam. But the Gemara says that such a minority of cases, because most times when a baby is left on the street, the mother just wasn't married. And even if she was married, it could be she let the baby on the street because she couldn't feed the baby. She just couldn't take care of her. Maybe psychologically she wasn't well. At the very least, have it palgo, palgo. Again, what the Gemara is saying is that the whole shash that maybe this shah from the Sufi is really from a questionable relationship is at the very best a suffix, being that it's at the very best a suffix, you can have the aloch of mamzer vaday, v'loi mamzer suffix. So midday raisa, da sufi should be kosher. Umata mamra sufi puzzle. Why is that sufi puzzle? We're afraid that maybe he's going to marry his sister. Elamayata, a sufi, a sufis la'isa. Same gemara like we had before. He shouldn't be able to marry an a sufis either. And the aloch is, he's allowed to marry the a sufis. Why shouldn't he be able to? Shema yisa chaisa, be me yavi, be me yimai. So the gemara is called, Hamish, Shadi, Why would you assume that this man was mazana twice? 
had two children that we don't know who they are. Bas Asufi lo Yisa, but at least he should be able to marry the daughter of an Asufis. So the Gemara says, Shem Yisa Chayis Elo lo Shchiach. Hachanami lo Shchiach Elo Ma Elo Asufi Yochsin. The reason it's also Midrabbanan is Ma Elo Asufi Yochsin. The bottom line is both the Shtuki and the Asufi midday Raisa should be allowed to. Enter the Kal Hashem, because all you have over here is a Shiloh of a Suffolk Mamzer. Why then are they Usr, Lovoy be Kal Hashem? It's only with the Rabbanon, and the reason is, Malo Asu be Yuxin. Regarding the Allah Sufi, if somebody found a child, and the child was Mahol, had a Brismilo, you don't have the Allah Sufi. If the bones were straightened, it looks like there was a nurse that maybe cared for this child right after the child was born. You don't assume it was an Asufi. If it had oil that was smeared on it, or it had makeup on it, rummy chumri, tali piska, but tali kameo, there were kameas that were hanging on it, then you don't assume asufi. The holy site of an asufi is a child that was cast away. They threw this child away. But this looks like a child that was actually being cared for. So it doesn't look like someone had an illicit child and they're trying to hide it. Looks like some accident maybe took place, or maybe the mother just felt she couldn't care for the. The point is, if the child looks like it was cared for, then you don't assume it's of questionable yichus. The only time where every chayish that maybe there's something wrong with this child, if it really looks like you found the child in the dumpster, that's when it's a real issue. Totally ridiculous. Let's say it was hanging from a tree. If it's in a place where a chayish can grab the child, in love. If it's not. In a place where uh, you can get it, let's say it was next to a zeret, certain type of tree. If it's next to the city, again, if it's in a place where it's in a mokum sakana, then you assume that maybe it's an asufi. Because it looks like the child was just thrown away. If it's dafka in a place, tucked away, not in a mokum sakana, it looks like it's been cared for, you don't assume asufi. Let's say it was in a base is close to the city. There are people there. Looks like Fakir. The mother wanted somebody to find this child. So there was a ditch in the ground that they would sometimes dig for animals to eat out of. What if it was in the sea? So if it was in the quiet part of the sea, because he assumed that's where boats go, someone's going to come find the child. Sounds like Moshe Rabbeinu, right? Pishri. Let's say it was in a more dangerous part of the sea where boats don't travel. Then it looks like he want, the mother wanted the child to die. People are there. You stick it into the Rishos HaRabim. During the hunger years, then you never assume Asufi. So the Gemara says, what was Rav going back on? Was he referring to Rishos Rabbim? I did the Shnei Rav in Katale. You put a baby in a Rishos Rabbim, people don't see where they're going. There's cars, mules, horses, whatever went on in Rishos Rabbim back in the day. Just because it's a Shnas Ravain, it's not a good enough reason to assume that the mother just wants to kill the child. He was probably referring to the Tzidei Rishos Rabbim. My ear, Yishnei Ravain. The wise of Shnei Ravain. I feel the Belay Shnei Ravain. Even if it's not Shnei Ravain, we just said Tzidei Rishos Rabbim. Baby was put in a secure place. You never assume Masufi. Different Allah. As long as the baby is still in the Shuk, 
a father and a mother are believed to step forward and say, this is my child. Nesaf min if the child was already brought inside, ain't no one's believed now at this point, ain't a man and all of, to say, this is my child. My timer, what's the reason for that? On my rubber, rubber said, once it's chal, that this baby is an asufi, no one's believed now to be and to say that this is really my child. It was on that. On my rubber, rubber said, during hunger years, even if the baby was gathered in from the shog, what's the difference if it's a shnas rovin or not? If the reason that you're not believed to say that this is my child once you brought the child in, because once it's chala sufi, so who cares if it's a shnas rovin? So Rashi says something very interesting. Rashi says, because in the hunger years, unfortunately, so we can't appreciate what a real hunger was, but once upon a time, mother would take, mothers would take their children and literally leave them at the curb. They would leave them. They had no choice. So being that there were so many asufis during the shnas rovin, the chachamah were trying to minimize how many Asufis there would be, so they issued a kula that even though ordinarily you can't make a child Sufi once it's Nesaf Menashok, but Shnasra Avain, we're trying to minimize the amount of Asufi, we're dealing with so many such Shailas, we're going to issue a kula, we're going to allow this child not to be an Asufi. More about this topic of the Namanas that a father or mother would have to say that this is my child when there's a Suffolk in tomorrow's death. But before we go weiter, just one interesting thing regarding the Suffolk Mamzer, regarding the Shtuki and regarding the Asufi. There's a Pasik in Parshas Kisava. It's in the context over there, the Brachas and the Klolas on Hargrizim and Har Evil. Someone that's Mekalal of Vimoy is Ur. The next Pasik, the next Ur mention on Har Evil was Ur Masig Gvure Eyu, Vaomar Kalam Omen. So Ur Makla of Vimoy and Ur Masig Gvure Eyu. Says the Balaturim. A dover nifla. The samech lemakla aviv masik vulreyeu. The Torah put together smichos. The isa to be mekal aviv imoy with the isra asogos gvul. Why loymar shabal eishasish shu masik vulreyeu? If someone's bailing eishasish, who in addition to all that various that he's doing, he's also being over the isolei masik vulreyeu. You're being a masik vul. You're embarking on someone else's territory, you're goyrim that a son will be Makala's father. Why? Because this child thinks that his mother's husband is his father. Really, it's not. So what happens if one day he's going to do business with the, his real father, not knowing it's his real father, he's not going to like the way things go down. He's going to be Makalalim. He's going to be over the Isser. So says the Palaturim, the Smichos, and right afterwards, because when a person is Baalashish, he inevitably may be Gairim. It's interesting. The Balaturim says the same exact there in Paris's Kedoshim. The Pasuk over there says, Ki ish ish the very next passing in Parashat Kedoshan. This is Perik Chav Pasik Ches, Perik Chav Pasik Tes, and Perik Chav Pasik Yud. Next pasuk, the ish ashe yinaf as eshes ish, ashe yinaf as eshes reyeu, mois yumas hanoyev vanayefes. Zok to balaturim, somach ish ashe yinaf as eshes reyeu. Le mekalal ovev imoy, le fisha mamzer, eni adem, mi ovev umekalaloi. Same thing. Someone's baal eshes ish, has a child, the child thinks that his mother's husband is his father. Really, he's not. He may come to one day later be mekalal ovev imoy. The truth is, the makar to this second balaturim here in Parshish Kedoshim is a bamidbar rabbi. It's Parshas Nosoi Tes 
Vav, I believe. I and Sham, either way, I'll tell you two other interesting Marmachavas on this note. Number one, the Mechilta. We know that the Luchas was Shnei Luchas. Yeah, the first five and the second five. Which meant that you could read it vertically, top to bottom, but you could also read it horizontally. The fifth of the Ten Commandments was Kabbalah Zavicha Vesimecha. The tenth of the Ten Commandments was Leisachmoit. Zok de Mechilta, it could be read across as well. Kabbalah Zavicha Vesimecha, Memela Leisachmoit, Eishas Reyecha. Because if you're going to be Chaymet, Eishas Reyecha, you may come to be Bailacious ish. If you're Bailacious ish, you're going to have a child who's not going to know who his father is. As a result, he'll be over a Kabbalah Zavicha Vesimecha. It's Mamish, this, the hair right here from the Balaturim. One other final. Interesting, Maramok, and maybe we'll be Marchavis another day, and that is in Parshish Mishpat, and we all know this Psokim. Umaka Ava Vimoi, Mois Yumas. Vagoyne Vishu Macharai, somebody kidnaps a child. Vinimso Biyadai, Mois Yumas. Umekalal Ava Vimoi, Mois Yumas. Freak the Ramban, how do you understand this Michas Absukum over here? Kayo told me three Allahs. Maka Ava Vimoi, Mekalal Ava Vimoi. The Ramban says, if I would write these psukim, I would have said, Makav Avimai, Mikal Avimai, it's the same minion, and then afterwards, Vagayna Vishnu Bukhari. Makav Avimai, we interrupt the program with Goyna Vishnu Bukhari, we now return to the regular program of Mikal Avimai. The Seder Hadvarim doesn't seem to make sense. Zok Ramban, that he saw a terrorist. Vagoy Reb Sadyama. Unfortunately, who gets kidnapped? Little children. They're going to grow up in a place. They're not going to know who their parents are. You know what's going to happen? One day they may come to be Maka of They may come to be Makal of not knowing who their father is. It's for that reason. Said You know why kidnapping is Misa? It's because the kidnapper may be Goyrim. Mekmaka of Avimai and Mekal of Avimai, for which there's a Chi of Misa and Ha'oinish, who I love, he was the Gairim. That in itself is a little bit of a Chiddish. That in itself is an interesting as far as something to think about. You're causing a Avera, which would be a Chi of Misa, and you yourself a Chi of Misa. But either way, the Torah inserted between Maka of Avimai and Mekal of Avimai because indirectly you may be Gairim, Maka of Avimai and Mekal of Avimai.